Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Braley. Our scenario is The Pipeline, and this will be the second version. Uh, it was written by Alex Gallat and Davi Brian Jackson. I am the Game Master, and this is Episode 6. Our recap will be done by Josh Harwood as his character, DJ. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Josh? Thanks, Tom. Whoa, man. Where am I? Holy shit, is, is that a unicorn? I must be tripping. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, bear with me a sec. Imagine being so scared, you lose track of yourself. You start running without a care in the world. You keep going and going no matter what occurs to your body. Can something be that scary? Yeah, that spider bitch was scary. But back to the point. You keep going. That you are so physically exhausted, but you keep trying to run away. Then you find your safe. You find your face first in the dirt, unconscious. How I got there now. That's a real story. So let's begin. Because I honestly think that unicorn is going to kill me. What the fuck? So, there I was, standing there in the freezing cold, not too far from the garage. I wanted to get to the snowcat so I could get the fuck out of there. But a yeti-like creature came out of nowhere and picked up Steven and ran off of him into the forest. I swear they ripped his head off or something. It scared the shit out of me. I ended up running and rendezvousing with the others. We ended up coming with a plan to use the underground tunnels so we could get to the snowcat, load up, and get out of here to Telegraph Creek. But the Yeti creatures had better ideas. We ended up getting chased by one of them through the tunnels. Luckily, it wasn't big enough to get up the hatch, even though its big fuck-off hand followed us. When we got in the garage, I started to get the cat ready, Joseph found the dynamite, and Harvey picked up the skull. He read about at a prior point in time. Then as Benjamin pulled the chains to open the doors, one of the creatures had other ideas and started yanking it up himself. Benjamin let go of the chains, but the creature's raw strength kept it up. Then Daniel came out of nowhere. Daniel, is this kid I had completely forgotten about up until this point? And he sacrificed himself. Well, the Yeti yanked him off the same way they did with Steven. We took this chance to yank up the chain, stock up the cat with supplies, and then set off to Telegraph Creek. Eventually, we reached a fork in the road. One led to a cave that some of the others believed the Yetis came from. Well, it was a safe bet because that's where the artifacts were found, like the skull. But honestly, I really wanted to just leave. But no, Stephen was more important. Sorry, Stephen, but I just wanted to get out of there. In the end, we all chose to go to the cave. Uh, against mine and Joseph's judgment, that was. And we end up going to the caves. Yay, super fun adventure time. Oh, God, I think this state of unconsciousness is getting to me. Oh, God, I'm starting to see. Hang on a minute. Holy shit, that unicorn just ate the cat. What the fuck? Oh, God. Anyway, don't worry. I'm nearly at the end of the story, my rainbow friend with a fancy hat. 
So we got into the cave, followed it, found signs of life and signs that these yeti things have taken more than just Stephen and Daniel. I can just speculate, but if Stephen is alive, I assume he used his super fancy security skills to get out of wherever he was. He can handle any danger. Nothing scares that man. I think I'm, sh I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he is fine. Yeah, he's fine. Anyway, we end up sliding down the slope after we heard some lady calling for help because who doesn't go after the damsel in distress? Then, holy shit, it turned out to be some horrific spider creature that made me shit my pants so much that I'm now unconscious, face first, at the top of the slope. And that, my friend, brings us to now. Friend, where are you? Cannibal unicorns? Javier and Cat? Anyone? Hear my unconscious mind? Anyone? Wait, I see a light. My eyes. They seem to be opening. Now back to our scheduled programming. You are opening your eyes and looking up into the faces of your friends who have managed to get up to where you are, back into the main passageway. <clears throat> they look just as frightened, but not so disoriented as you do. Holy crap, eh? Oh, shit. Like you all right, him, DJ? Slapping him on the cheek. Oh, yeah, I had some crazy dream about unicorns and cats and stuff. And I think you were there, and you were there, and Stephen was there. <laughs> well, Stephen's not with us right now, but anyways. <sighs> what'd you knock out? What what'd you hit? What made you knock out? That spider thing? I, uh, I got so scared, I just, I don't know. You I couldn't darted. stop running, and I just went face okay, first, man. and that's all I can remember. Hey, it's all right. Where is We're not it? going down there anymore. No. You're with us now, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the four of us now. No more, uh, no more uh, kitty cats and unicorns? No, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Is, the, is that spider thing still alive? Did you kill it? Well, uh, uh, it ran away, and we made a 180 and booked it. Okay, good. Um, can yeah, we, we get out of here, or at least somewhere a bit safer? As you look around, um, you definitely know which tunnel leads back out. It's actually the darker of the two tunnels, um, and the smaller of the two tunnels, but the one uh, directly uh, opposite of the, the tunnel that leads to the spider is a much larger opening. And you can see that almost immediately it opens into a huge chamber. And everything in there seems to be glowing um, a dark blue, as if there was something in the walls and in the, in the, in the ice itself. It's cold. And all you really have to do is sort of shift your position a little so that you can see through that entrance into that other room and you can see that it is a massive cavern, 
and at the far end of it, there seems to be something in the ice that looks very much like an ancient temple. What the fuck? I don't know, I'm was not leading again. Last time, last time I led, I almost got killed by a spider. I don't know. Hey, it, Joseph, you have, a spy, you have a survivalist. Yeah, I'm not here for some fucking temple. I'm here to get Steven and get the hell out of here. I think what we just saw should be very good evidence that we need to get the fuck out of here as soon as we can. No fucking kidding. Hey, did, didn't you throw dynamite in there? Did it not go off? Maybe there's water down there? I don't know. Yeah, no, it didn't go off. So that thing's still alive, plus the, the, the other ones, the other monsters. Yeah. I don't know. That's fucking nuts. Well, we got to go over there into this place. It's the only other place to go. Steven's down some crooker nannies here. I don't know. Some crevice of some sort. Well, I still have this huge skull in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) When you you take a few steps into uh, this cavern, the floor in this cavern is almost perfectly flat. It, it, it's like a lake of ice going off into the distance. Um, uh, it, it's at least maybe 150 feet high in here, maybe 200 feet high. Um, something in the walls, something in the floor seems to be glowing. And the brightest glow is coming from the center of that temple. Now, the temple is odd. It looks almost like Imagine some sort of um, ancient Hindu uh, temple, only the the tower has been split in half down the middle. So there's one half on either side, and there's a raised dais in the center and something glowing brightly blue in the very center. Um, An altar, maybe something. But there's definitely the feeling of power. It also feels much colder in this room than anywhere else. Now, there's also other ways out of this room. You can see immediately uh, to your right, uh, there's a passage leading outward. Um, There's uh, two others, maybe at about, let's say if you're facing forward, it's 12 o'clock. Right about three o'clock, you see a couple of passages leading out. And then directly ahead of you is the temple at 12 o'clock. And there are a couple of large passages on either side of the temple leading out of this huge cavern. So we'll say one, two, three, four, and five uh, are leading out. But they're quite a ways away. We're talking like 600 feet from you. Oh, Um, shit. Oh, cow, this is huge. Stephen, Stephen, you are skirting your way around a passageway. You left the camp, and uh, as that passage skirts around, uh, it suddenly opens up into a gigantic room, and directly in front of you, maybe, uh, maybe 50 feet or so, uh, is this the same temple? And this is kind of what it looks like. 
and the lights coming from the center on that sort of raised platform. Now that's an eye-opener. That's the ticket. Make sure DJ sees it real quick here. DJ, that's, that's the, temp the temple. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. My feelings right. mutual on that. Um, uh, everyone do spot hiddens. My favorite. Regular nope. success. Ninety-five. Nope. Ninety-three. That's a hard 46, pass. Uh, okay. Twenty-four. Uh, who got who got a, a pass? I did. Okay. Uh, Stephen, as as you're standing there looking at the temple and you're looking around, you can see a bunch of people over there uh, to your uh, to your right, DJ. Uh, as you're standing there, you think you see one little guy way over there uh, on the uh, on the left side of the temple, uh, in a tunnel on the side. I must be imagining things. What the fuck, guys? I swear, there's there's a tiny guy up there. Where? Right over there. Look. As soon as he points, you can see Stephen over there. We, oh, you recognize him as Steven or just, just so? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's 600 feet away. He's a couple of football fields away, but Is you're pretty sure you recognize the color of his clothes. Oh. Holy crap. We got to go to him. Uh, and that, that, that. <laughs> he's waving. Okay. Okay. I think. Uh, look, look at that point of light. We have to go to that. I bet you destroy that or whatever. Maybe it's true. We found a ritual too, right? Or did, did yes. Benjamin? Yeah, okay. I'm just going to head could you towards could you read that? the group. Seriously, Harvey, could you read that? I think I saw the same thing you did. I couldn't read that shit. We just pronounce the best we can. I mean, what? <laughs> it's standing around for a half an hour scre screaming that stuff. No, Steve I don't want to die in here. I want to blow this place sky high and get the hell out of here. Uh, Stephen quickly begins to scooch along the wall, uh, heading towards you guys before you guys even move. Um, Steven, do a luck roll. I think we have to go to that thing. I'm going to go to it. Maybe we have time. Maybe we can meet Steven halfway. I don't 13 know. out of 40. Oh, very good. Uh, so you start, uh, you start skirting against the wall and you get to a point where uh, you could make a run for it to get to the guys. Harvey, you said you're moving towards the temple. You're, you're, you're still moving towards each other. Yeah, he's going along the wall, but he just starts kind of like, he just thinks he has to, and he starts kind of, just kind of walking that way. Okay. Uh, Steven and Harvey do spot hiddens. Oh, boy. Hidden. 46 out of 65 again. I rolled ninety-four. Last time I rolled ninety-three. I, right. I am I am of a one mind. You are like. of one mind, yes. You're you're walking <laughs> forward. But Stephen, you passed, yes? Yes, I did. Um oh, thank you. I'm glad you did. Stephen, as you are starting to move, um I mean the room the room is not brightly lit, but it's lit enough where you can see quite quite well. Um 
you're a little hesitant on the floor because the floor is so smooth. Uh, you're afraid it's going to be slippery like glass, but it's not wet. So it's not really that slippery. But as you're looking at the floor, you realize that it's a, it's a tri translucent sort of layer of ice. And there's things in it. And as you take a couple of steps forward, you realize that the floor is completely filled with human skeletons. They've been completely coated in, a, in, in ice. Whatever you do, don't look down. You do a sanity roll. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, I did not make it. Okay, you also can do sounds a, about right. You can do a one d four. Harvey, you're now right about in the center of the room, halfway between the altar mm -hmm. and uh, and your friends. Uh, it's extremely cold. You you swear that the breeze that the, this icy breeze is coming straight from the altar. Um, uh, or, or in between the, the, the two sides of this temple, uh, you, uh, despite whatever you're dressed in, however warm you are, however much you do this, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's painful right down to, you know, you're, you're, it's horrible cold. I don't like that kind of cold. Um, what are the, the other three doing? Uh, DJ and Benjamin and Joseph. Um, I'm probably going to fall behind Harvey. Yeah, I'd probably follow Harvey as well after taking a moment to tell oh, the dumb guy. Okay. So you're walking a little bit slower, so you're kind of behind. Um, all right. Um, Steven, do a listen roll. Actually, you can all do listen rolls. Come on, come on. Bill. Ooh, uh, I got 10. That's a pass. I got a yes. hundred. I kind of go deaf temporary. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 49 out of 45. Fail. 10 out of 20. All right. So those of you who pass, you suddenly hear noises coming from back behind the temple. And they sound like grunts and groans, like maybe these monsters are coming. Um, directly to your right uh, is a tunnel uh, leading off of this main body. And Stephen is almost to where you are now. So you're, you're all back together again, more or less. Cross, where the fuck have you been, man? Who you been alive? looking for you. Ow, it's too bloody. We got things in here. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you later. Cross. Let's get the hell out of here. I bet it couldn't have been as bad as some big spider creature. Yeah. I'm with Joseph. Let's get the fuck out of here. We gotta go to this temple, though, I think. I think we gotta go what there. What we gotta go to the temple for? Do a spot Why? hidden. Well, I, th I think we have to. We already committed to coming in the cave. We might as well commit to going to the temple. Oh, up four S on that. R. Up four. Are we all spot hidden? Yeah. yeah. Extreme yeah. success. Sorry. Hard. 15. 
It's weird. Uh, it's weird that you uh, said the spider, and I just had a spider drop down from the ceiling in front of me. Oh, Joseph and oh. Stephen, you both got out five. That's that's oh, pretty oh, amazing. Five, four. Oh, I, I have a regular four. pass. Um, Joseph, Joseph, you see it first, um, but you see uh, at least three of these giant woolly uh, yeti things uh, coming from a cave back behind the altar. Uh, into the into the main chamber. They haven't seen you yet. And immediately Stephen sees you're looking at something and he looks and he sees it. Um, from where you guys are on the map, it would take quite a bit to run back the way you came rather than run into the side passage that uh, to, to get out of view. Otherwise, you're sitting ducks. You're right there where they could see you. They okay. have to go through that temple to get to us? No, they just walk around. They're walking around behind it. The temple is kind around. of setting in the cave. Okay. All right. But it's not like it's a passage you have to pass through. Right. Okay. Uh, Stephen, um, what you notice is that they're moving towards the passage where you were, where you came from. I kind of love the surprise I left. <laughs> the, let's go into the side passage. Side hey, passage. hey, okay. okay. All right, all right, right. Yeah. Why, do, why don't me and you go to the the temple of East for you don't want to come with us. You 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 want to go to the temple now all of a sudden? I've already committed to coming into this cave. I might as well commit to going to it. I can temple. Well, well let's get to the side and wait a second. Yeah. I, I think that's what we're doing. We're probably like shuffling over into the All right. Uh you you sneak oh, into the side passage. The side passage is not as large. Um and uh, it seems to be composed mostly of rock. Uh, everyone do spot hiddens as you go into the side passage. I got a 100, so I go blind. I got 26 out of 65. I got an 11. Hard. Okay. Uh, fail. Um, one mind again. Any extremes? Any hards? Hard. I got an extreme success. Okay. okay. Ooh, nice. Um... The first ones to notice it then are Stephen and Benjamin. Uh, in this passage, uh, this passage is kind of a long, narrow cave that there are paintings all over the walls. Um, look like ancient cave paintings. Uh, they seem to depict uh, a tribe, probably human, maybe Neanderthal, uh, there's bits that show them hunting, uh, and then there's a bit where it shows them discovering a kind of rock. Uh, they begin to worship it, and something comes through. You now think that what you're seeing on it are these gigantic, hairy creatures. Uh, there are fight scenes between them, between the humans and this. Uh, you see the temple, uh, and you see what seems almost to be a kind of a warning. Um, I want you both to do power rolls. Hmm. Uh, I got a 12 out of 50. Nice. I got 92. Okay. I failed. <laughs> Um, Benjamin, you find it all fascinating. Uh, you find it almost difficult to tear yourself away from it. 
Uh, you also notice that this room is warmer than the rest of the caves. Um, uh, Stephen, you are completely transfixed. You are staring at these things. And as you're staring at them and looking at them, after a few minutes, it starts to make sense. It's th th this history of what happened here and what the danger is that there are entities on the other side in a, in a land of snow and ice that are trying to break through into this world. And the Uriul, which is what the real name of those creatures is, they are trying to summon Ithaqua, the, the lord of all ice and snow, from a planet called Boreas. And there are Boreas spiders, and there are Boreas monsters of all kinds that are threatening to come through if they succeed in their uh, machinations. You can see how the service is done, that they will have human sacrifices tied, tied up to the, the sides of the temple, and that they will uh, recite some sort of spell, and that they need a certain number, and you are going to be one of them, and Daniel is going to be another. Uh, that's why they grabbed you. That's why they didn't kill you. Uh, so all of this is flooding into your mind. The rest of you, uh, if you look at Stephen, you realize that he's like completely unresponsive at this point. Uh-oh. Um, Stephen? Uh, and Stephen, you can do a, a sanity roll. Without Steven. looking. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta keep your eyes transfixed on Steven. the wall. <laughs> As I start shaking, Stephen. I rolled. Stephen. A 100, Tom. Oh. You did God. not. I rolled a 100, Tom. Oh, no. Well, then I'd say That's that you automatically then do. Wait, let me see what you do. Best 100 sanity roll ever. Come on. Okay. Sorry, Stephen. Join me. Uh, you're going to automatically take 2d6. Oh, God. Right. This is where we fall apart. <laughs> Me and Harvey are uh, as well. Join us. Six. So I, I lost ten within the last. But six. That's not so bad. Um, you also gain uh, gain eight points of Methu of Cthulhu mythos in the process. Um, uh, let's see. Roll an intelligence roll. Oh. This is where you want to fail, right? Fail. Yeah, this is where you want to fail. This is where I'm wanting to fail. So you get, uh, get a one? What's I'm, that, DJ? We can't fail because we have high intelligence. Uh, yeah, it's hard to fail. I got 91, thank God. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> well, then all you do is you start to shake. Everybody sees him start to shake. Well, I'm already shaking. You, you realize that... Uh, that this, this is a world-ending scenario uh, if those things succeed. But you don't fully grasp it, so you don't run screaming into the night. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen. Okay. I think Cross. he's become a believer. Stephen. Okay, okay. That's out uh, of character. You okay? Slap uh, him. Slap him uh, in the face now. I saw uh, him. <laughs> 
Get all of your stuff, man. I'm shaking him, so I might as well just keep some. That's what's this enough? <laughs> <laughs> You're not acting right, man. What, what you see? Did you not bloody read that stuff? Yeah, it looks like beautiful art, man. I will have a look. Those Did things you... are coming out from behind that bloody temple there. They require human sacrifices. I was going to be one. I was in a fucking cage along with a woman named what you... Anna. What? Uh, he holds up the ID badge like this woman. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Holy shit. She was right next to me. And Where's she alive? Is she alive? Live. She's in a cage, just like I was. And we were all going to be sacrificed. We were all going to be there to open up this thing and let out some sort of ice deity uh, from from Boreas. I slapped but, Stephen again. But, I think he's gone hysterical. Damn it, teacher. All right, we, <laughs> wait, we got yeah, somebody did. talking about unicorns, and now we got someone talking about ice demons. I mean, well, we seen a giant ass spider, so I mean, Steve. all legit. It's all legit. Yeah. I saw a monster in my dreams, remember? Here, right now. We gotta stop this. Have right, we continued to that. walk down this, this corridor here? Um, no, you've kind of stopped because Stephen, stop. Stephen froze in his tracks. Uh, but you can see that the passage doesn't go anywhere. Um, well, we can't be too far from where those things are now. They're coming our way, the, the big furry ones. So, Not really. They're going towards their camper, which they are going to um, enjoy what I left behind. Um, what did yeah. what you do? Take what would you do? Oh, no, I did a bit more than shit in the tent, right? I, I kind of burned their camp down. They, they right, well, you know how to get out of here? Okay. Well, no, we... that was kind of a I'm going to die situation. I thought I was really going to just die alone here. So, so, well, we're all so, going to die together if we don't leave. So, so Steve, well, we got two people alive in here at least. Stop whatever's going at the temple. Yeah, but the, the thing is, Stephen, what you're saying is this beautiful artwork up here is saying that that beautiful looking temple over there is going to cause a destruction. Harvey, you really think we, need, we should go deeper in here because of Stephen's recommendation? He didn't understand it first, and now he does. I believe what he's saying. He's he's taking some meaning from this. I mean, I had damn dreams of demons. He's seen them on the walls. That thing is. See, we have we have two living people in here too. You have to remember, Daniel is in here and Anna. Maybe there's more. Do we just? Did you see, well, did you see Daniel? Wait, I, I didn't see no Daniel, but I saw Anna, and I saw you know, others. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, Daniel was that man that was brought in just before I broke out. See? Yes, right. Yeah, he uh, saved us, actually. So we, we can't just leave him. Yeah. Why don't we just blow up that fucking temple? That's what I'm thinking. Grab all the TNT we have and just blow the motherfucker. Well, if we Yours. blow that up and we're still inside, we could be bringing the whole roof down on us. We're dead either way, probably. So. Yeah, the brother I mean, and we got an like- apocalypse. There's some yeah. sort of spell. That it ain't can... over yet, DJ. We can get out of this. There's some sort of spell we can use in order to stop this. I'm... It says on the bloody wall. Read it. Read us the spell. Um, 
something about banishment, something like that. Um, <laughs> Joseph, like, aha. <laughs> We got to scream around like idiots for 20 minutes. <laughs> what about the skull? What's that? Yeah, that does, that does say anything about the skull? I know, it's impossible. Explain yourselves. What do you mean by yelling for 20 minutes? What, do you, what are you talking about? Benjamin has it, I think. Actually, uh, Stephen, it's, it's like it's written in your mind. You know exactly what to do. It does involve a, a chant. Okay. <laughs> um, which is there in your head. You, you know exactly what the spell is. I, I was trying to lead to them showing oh, me the book. I see. Because uh, I thought maybe sorry. it would be blinded once I see it in the this, book. But no. Yeah, that's why I point to Benjamin. He got it. Yeah, It's the same. In fact, there's probably some corrections you can make to it. Wait, no. This has to be a little bit like that. This needs to be Holy like... crap. There we go. All right. So, I know. Uh, Oh, we're all dead. Oh, we how many individuals. lost his mind. And I no. slapped him again. No, no. <laughs> DJ. Maybe it's good that he did. I don't. Uh... He holds up the skull with a dynamite sticking out of the ice. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. How many individuals does the spell call for doing the Two. chant? Two. Shit. Um. And you have to be within a certain distance of the altar. Look over at the in the direction of the temple real quick. Look hey. back. You, you can't see the temple from where you are. You guys are in the cave. Well, just in the direction, just kind of... Uh, hey, Stephen, what are we um, going to do? Javi, um, you're the only one of the other one that uh, believes any of this, clearly. I hate that I, I hate that I actually do. I hate myself that I actually believe any of this. I hate Steve, it with every fiber of my being. Stephen, do another intelligence roll. <laughs> Here we go. This is the one I make. Uh, <laughs> it's a 30 something, so yeah, I did. Yeah, 32 out of 60. Okay. Um, you're 99% sure that the skull doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, that fucking skull you're carrying around, why is that here? <laughs> I think it goes back to the altar. They discovered it. It might be a key to the whole thing. Put the bloody thing down. You're just weighing yourself down. <laughs> really? So you've been hauling that around for like oh. all this time? Thank God. Maybe Stephen I just realized that. I mean, myself. for no reason? Yeah, uh, no reason. Well, he's gently said to me, like, well. The skull is now fish, be- specifically a herring. You, you can't be too sure. I just and he's taking the dynamite out of the eye socket and stick it back in this pocket. Like, was, I will help you in you another way. You could sit on it, Harvey. You could use it as a chair. No. So, you three. Um, I don't know what you're planning on doing, DJ Ben. Oh, and following Joseph. Harvey. Um, you're wanting to get the fuck out of here, right? No, I'm following you know, Harvey. You know what? You don't have to. You could get I'm the prisoners. I'm with you guys. <clears throat> there are prisoners here that would dearly love to have a ride on your snowcat. But don't you guys need someone to cover you guys while you're doing the chant? It's possible we might be able to do it quietly-ish. Hopefully. Maybe the spell. Um, well, I was just about to say something crazy. Never mind. Everything is crazy. 
maybe two of you go get the prisoners and one guards us, but maybe the chant guards us. I mean, Stephen? Uh, I, I would doubt that. We would need somebody to watch over us, I would think. Uh, um, ben, Ben's probably the best choice, so that means me and Joseph go rescue people. Uh, I like the idea that we're chanting, but the yetis are coming at us and we're screaming the chant out of fear. <laughs> but as long as we keep the chant right, it doesn't matter. Well, those no. yetis aren't going to wait around for 20 minutes for you to finish chant. Yeah, what? Don't say you have to chant. It doesn't mean you have to shout. We'll be as quiet as we can. I mean, Joseph, you can go if you want. No one's holding you here. Stephen, do another intelligence roll. I don't want you to go, obviously, but like I said, all that Exxon information is in the snowcat. Your payday. 20 out of 60. Um, it's like you're remembering something from a long time ago. Um, something from when you were a young man. No, no. It was when you were a young Neanderthal man from way back when that there's a symbol. There's a symbol and there's a kind of a, a black stone. Maybe it's Maybe it's obsidian, something like that, um, that the high priest carved these symbols into it and that the Uriel couldn't come within maybe 10 feet of it. It was a way they kept. It's the reason why they can't come into this cave because some of those rocks are embedded in the, in the cave itself. Right. It's like you're remembering somebody else's memories. All right. I think I have a plan. We right. can take one of these rocks and bring it with us. And I believe they'll protect us. So we're going from hauling a skull <laughs> to hauling a rock. Sounds so crazy. It's, 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 it's like an amulet. Uh, um, of a sacred stone. And am I still unconscious? Am I going to see unicorns <laughs> coming out of the rocks? No. Um, fuck. If if the first thing you said was right, this has to be right too. I'm I'm following you, Stephen. I mean, I've seen giant ass monkey people, and I've already <laughs> seen giant ass fucking spider. Um, the I'm pilot. willing to believe anything. Oh, and the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. Uh, Stephen starts looking around to see if. Uh, um, now you three, uh, you three can. Um, I'm looking around. While, what are we looking for? Uh, uh, an amulet of some kind of uh, strange-looking. Uh, Guys are looking. Take take a, a spot hidden roll. All right, I'm gonna kind of look around too. I don't see anything. Can we all do it? Yeah, Stephen. Okay. 26 out of 20, 65. Nope. nope, 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 nope. 31 out of 65. Fred's just barely a hard No, I'm not looking around. I'm just staring okay. at these guys trying to figure out when the <laughs> right. fucking crazy is going to end. <laughs> um, that, that seems that's legit. That's legit. Well, we'll, we'll give it to Benjamin. Benjamin, you're looking around. Um, 
And you can see uh, sort of embedded in the ice uh, on one of the walls, uh, there's like a little shelf in the wall and there's something setting on it. It looks like a river stone, you know, maybe the size of your, your palm. Um, but it's literally embedded in a couple of inches of ice. You'd have to smash through the ice to get to it. So but it, it definitely looks like some sort of a, an amulet or a... I'm going to tap cross. Cross. Is, is that it? Right, right there? Yeah, you're pretty sure that's it. Perfect. Um, um, that looks like that's an ice, though, man. Does, Do we got a way to break that open? Does, does anybody have anything like that? Firex. I've got a wrench. Firex and wrench. Your holy wrench. That guy. <laughs> I've got two wrenches. I've got Velma and whatever I call the other one, Betty. 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 Hand me Betty. I, I like that name better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Without much difficulty, you start smashing through the ice. Um, and this is what it looks like. There is a reason you're. Your wrenches are holy. Yeah, plus fives. What does it look like? A creepy clown face. <laughs> yeah, that that is true. That is true. Only yeah. when you said that. Now that's all I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yep, can't see it. Unsee the creepy clown now. <laughs> all right. Um, do a do a luck roll. Uh, who's got the worst luck? I have fifty you? luck. I, have uh, I got fifty. 32. So Harvey, Harvey's got the worst luck. Harvey did a luck roll. Like Harvey has the worst uh, luck out of us. Steven, awesome. can, I have, can I have Betty back, please? <laughs> of course. Thank you. you I go. rolled a 29 out of 32. All right. You find a second one also and manage to get it out of the wall. So, <laughs> that's one for each group, right? It seems to be some sort of ward. The chanters. Now, of course, you know that it doesn't mean that they couldn't throw something at you. <laughs> it does not cross Harvey's mind at this point. He's just so okay. happy that he has a stone. He's like, he's like one for you guys who are going to go rescue people, and one for us. And then that's two and two. And looks at Joseph like, "What you going to do? Can use you." I understand. Well, shouldn't you both have them just in case, like, you know, just one works on one person? Well, I guess, I don't know. Is it personal, Stephen? Oh, it, kept it seems to be a radius. A radius? Like a 10 foot radius. You're muted. You you're muted, feet. Joseph. You see your lips moving, Frank, <laughs> Freddie, but. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. The uh, I was clicking on the keyboard. I was afraid it was going to be too loud. The uh, yeah, let's let's take one of those and uh, see who we can uh, maybe get out of a cage. Okay. The bars, at least for my cage, were not very strong. If you push hard enough, they will bend. Okay. Okay. At least in my cage. Hopefully, it's the same for the others. Where do we find the cages, though? Yeah, I'll I'll tell them the directions that I went. You would come out of the cave that you're in, cross the uh, the big cavern 
uh, right in front of the temple, uh, all the way to the other side on the left hand oh. side. That's where he came from. Okay. This is where you put on you put on okay. shrubberies over you and sneak across. So Actually, let me get this I think I... So Stephen and Javi are gonna go and do some ritual that sounds pretty fun, but you know, that's so well and good. We're gonna go do a, we got a rescue mission do and DJ. We're gonna go rescue some people and not die. Okay. Yeah, not dying would be would be um yeah. You're yeah. where you're where it says list. weird paintings. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's the temple. And then uh he came from the, the tunnel directly on the left hand side of the temple. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say, uh, Stephen and Javi, it's been nice knowing you because I really don't think you're gonna make it out of here alive if you're gonna do some crazy ass cannon. It sounds pretty good. I'm gonna walk over to go? uh, Cross and like let's do our best. Best of luck, man. We we should all have some dynamite. And then I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna, as well as I'm gonna turn over to Harvey and say, Harvey, I know I've called you a pencil pusher. It's true. The last few days. Yeah, I always thought you're. I thought you're for yourself, but yeah. you're good. You're good, bud. Yeah, I'm, no, no, I'm all about Axon. I'm, a, I'm a piece of crap, but you know, you're welcome. I, I, <laughs> I then rush over and hug Harvey. Oh, hug oh boy! Uh, just don't I get killed. No, uh, I'm not a nice person. I just no. no. Harvey, we've become good so, friends. Did I get this right, Harvey and DJ? Gonna try to do the spell? No, Harvey and Steven. And the other ones are gonna try to get the prisoners. Yeah. They have yeah. the best shot all three together with most weaponry. I just have a fire axe and a wrench. Even though deep down DJ doesn't want to leave Harvey. But <laughs> understands. I don't never split the party and we here we are doing it again. We could we could t- ah boy. Hey, anyway. At least this time it's Harvey and Cross. I'm with DJ and Joseph. We got this. Harvey, you're room? lucky. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> does anybody need the fire axe or the wrench? Like he has two big melee weapons. He doesn't need them both. Like does any does either Joseph or um, Benjamin need a melee? No, so, I got my I'll, knife. I'll, I'll take an axe. I do have a question, Ben. Okay, he gives you the fire axe then. What you ben, got, man? Thanks. We're gonna need that knife. Mm-hmm. Here. We got the part of the ritual where we cut our palms, remember? Oh, crap. Oh. Well. So, enjoy having your wrench. (laughs) So, did you get a wrench, Benjamin, or did you need mine? I'll just take yours, man. Okay. He hands the fire axe to Joseph and the wrench to Benjamin. He's just like, well, okay. I got my 22. I guess I'm good. Wish y'all best of luck. BBs at these things. So at first, (sighs) the five of you walk together into the center. um, And you you all immediately realize that the closer you get to that altar, the colder it seems to get. Um, It's got to be at least 60 below zero where you're standing right now. It's painfully cold. uh, the uh, the other three, uh, they cross the room and they go into the passage 
where uh, where Stephen came from, and they step in maybe 30 feet, and you can see that it curves around, and you can smell something that smells like burnt plastic and burnt fabric uh, pretty strongly, you know. Mm. Plastic smells nasty when it burns. Um, yes. All right. So I'm going to assume that Stephen and Harvey uh, are moving closer to the altar, uh, and we'll get to them in a second. The, the other three, uh, you very carefully work your way around uh, the, the the walls until you get to where you can see the camp, and what you see, camp is you see three of these very large hairy beasts and they seem to be sort of sifting through the rubble uh, that caught fire. Um, it's, it's out by now. Um, but they're finding bits and things of food and they're tearing them open, not very carefully and you know, eating them, you know, bag of chips, oh, <laughs> whatever. Um, and, and tearing through it, but they're, they're, they're sniffing around almost like animals at this point, though you know that they're intelligent. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I'm going to kind of whisper Taff, say, uh, stay quiet. Get to, you want to stay quiet? You want to get to jump on these guys? Cause I don't think they know they're right here. Just, just two of them? Just three. What are we going to get to jump on them with? Well, I got my shotgun. Don't you got, like, that my 9 mil? And then I think oh, DJ yeah. has three shots. Yeah, but you see how fast they move? You think we can take all three of them down by the time they get on top of us? I mean, I think, well, I know we can take one down. We all concentrate on one and then do the other on another. I think one of them can take all three of us down. They get up yeah. close. That's true too. Um, but let's just keep try to avoid them. Um, you wouldn't be able to avoid them if you went any farther in. They would see you. Oh, we would yeah. have to break cover. Okay, yeah. there's no sneaking. Well, How close are they, Tom? I mean, are we talking thirty feet, fifty feet? I mean, 100? probably about fifty feet from where you're standing. So and they're, they're, they seem to be busy looking for food. They're not looking around at you, for you yet. Speaking of, uh, one second. Who had the medallion? Or the... Uh, you have you one assume? and they have one. Which one uh, I was just wondering, did it matter like who was wearing it? or who might have... I you'd, think... have, you'd have to carry it. Put it I thought DJ carry was it. carrying it. Harvey held it out. I don't know who took it. Okay, DJ took it. He's not talking. You're, DJ, you're muted, it. but uh, yes, you took it. Okay. I've been muted this entire time, just talking to myself. <laughs> yes. It's, it's going around tonight. Yeah. You know, that thing's supposed to warn them. Maybe, you know, whoever's out front is, you know, and then we can take shots at them so they can't get close to us. Is it on a rope? No. Wear it like a necklace. It's just a I'm rock. Just holding it in my hand, man. So they gotta see it for it to work, or is it just like got a, a force, force thing around it? 
Well, no, we just gotta. We just gotta hope power works, man. We just gotta stick together. Why don't? Why don't? This sounds really stupid, and uh, if you think about it, but why don't I run up to them, hold it up to them, and then you guys just run off to get the people. Uh, no. And then I try to lead them the other way, somehow. If I put it away or something, they might follow me. I don't. Because if it doesn't work, we're not going to be laying lead into them to have any chance of stopping them. You'll be done. Yeah. I've lived a good life. I mean, if we, we can use that to ward them off, and then, like, you know, we just shoot at them so they won't get close to us. But what if they All throw, right. like, a big rock at our head and, like, head just goes pop? I'm, I'm with you, Ben. If we got to do this... Let's hope this thing buys us a couple seconds to, to get enough shots off. Are your guns loaded? Yeah, mine's two per round. Uh, mine's just two shots every time, so I got plenty of ammo. I guess. Are you even carrying a gun, DJ? Yeah, I was given a gun. I have I have my two wrenches and a gun. So, all right, yeah, three, he has three shots. The, yeah, you may two not be able to get close rock. to this thing. To hit it with a wrench. You need to stay close to us. Yeah. That gun. Let me see that gun. Is it? I, I look at. It. Is it loaded? Yeah, it's got three shots in it. So. It's got three, and that's it. Just three left in it. Yep, that's it. All right. Three's better than none. Make them good, but stay away from the things. I'm, I'm better at smacking things. All right, so what do we do? Count of three? Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. What do you do to count down? Are I you... Uh, I put my wrenches on my tool. tool. <laughs> are you taking uh, a round to aim? Oh. Yeah, because uh, Ben not paying attention to us. So. Sure. Okay. Sure. That'll give you an advantage. That'll give you a bonus dice to hit. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. You have you have the advantage. They're not paying attention. Do we pick one that we're all going to aim at to start on it? Why don't we each take one? Be. Um... Yeah, it seems pretty good idea to take. We you know, and then whatever's left, and we put to the one. Or, no, if you put it all in the one, then we go to the next one and go to the next one. Uh, I'm following you guys. You guys have a gun. You guys have a gun, guys. I just happen to have a gun. It's your call, Ben. Let's let's say they're numbered one, two, and three. Monsters one, two, and three. Yeah. Which ones you should uh, <laughs> I would say probably the closest one. We take the closest one out, then the next one, then the next one. And right. if that if that damn stone works, then they shouldn't get close to us at all. Let's do it. All right. Let's take aim. All right. So you take aim, and you guys can roll to see if you hit them. Hit the first one. Oh, me. Yeah, first I one got I got hard, 27. I got a hard success. 27. And Dichu, what are you hitting them with? Um, the point four five that I have. Okay, but you're gonna take the wrench and fling it. <laughs> that, that, that. 
that's for late. That's for that's for when I run out of shots. I'm gonna go full akimbo on you. Yes. Yeah, thirty-four out of thirty-five. Okay, so it sounds like you all hit. Uh, why don't you guys roll for damage, whatever your damage is? I I kind of have the rock like this under my. Oh yeah, ten points. Um, what damage does the point four five do? Because I don't have the damage down. What is um, it? Um, I think it was. I think it was D ten. Is it a rifle or was is it a shotgun? It was a revolver. Revolver. Oh, revolver. Uh, uh forty five. Uh, D ten plus two. And okay. I got, I got nine. I got twelve because I got max damage. <laughs> <Sure>. I got ten. <laughs> That's not going to happen again. Right. Well, without any difficulty at all, the first one, you literally blow its head off. You don't think that it even knew what was coming. And as, as the bullet hits the head, the head literally explodes. The body flies through the air. And as it flies through the air, you can see it sort of flip itself inside out. And a woman who looks like she was maybe in her 30s is dead there on the floor. No head. Her head's been splattered. Um, The other ones immediately react and uh, they bellow with this horrific screech. Uh, But it takes them a second to figure out what the hell just happened. Um, But as they turn, they see you and they're like, ah. I'm holding it all powering. You mother... You ugly one, motherfuckers. <laughs> the next um, closest one? Yeah. Number two? I guess. Yeah. We don't get a bonus die on this one, though, do we? No. Uh, I failed. I dead on succeeded. I got a seven. Okay. Um, you guys roll for damage again. I got eight. Eight damage. Eight damage. You both did eight eight damage? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, You hit the second one, uh, and uh, you you damage it severely. You blow off an arm, and you see the arm fly through the air and land on the ground, bleeding, and as it does, it it reverts back into a human arm. Uh, You guys can both do sanity. You can all do sanity rolls for that. (laughs) I have one shot left, guys. Oh, God, I'm going to fail. I got a pass. 74 out of 32. I got 25. I got 25 also. Out of 22. Oh, oh, my my 25 would have passed. (laughs) I got 25 out of 22? Okay. Yeah, I fail. You do a 1d4. For a pass or a fail? Uh, For a pass, you can do just uh, one point. Okay. You know what you're getting yourselves into. I lose three. four. I lose four, so Oof. I am on 18 sanity. Lose three. <laughs> I'm at 29. Okay. I am seriously going to need some mental help after this. You <laughs> also suddenly hear a bellowing voice of one of these things not coming from in front of you, but coming from the pass, the side passage, the one that continues onto where the cage is. You don't know that's the one that continues, but that's the only other one there is. So there's apparently at least another one over in that direction. We need to keep going, man. Um, the one ahead of you sort of dives behind some some rocks, as it does. 
um, bellowing and screaming. And you can see it picking things up, um, what, it, what it can, like pieces of metal from the, uh, the tents and stuff, and trying to fling them in your direction. The power of a stone compels you. All right, let's jump back to the. Let's jump back to Stephen and uh, oh, Harvey's out there. We'll wait for Harvey to get back. We'll continue with you guys then. Let's make a let's make a run for the for the uh, for the opening. This thing's not charging us. Just let's let's make a break for it and get out of the open. I'll just hold it out and and run with us. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. I'm not gonna stand here. I probably because mine's like a two shot. From the looks of it, I'm going to reload it. Okay. You can tell that one of them is sort of in hiding and that there's one coming from the other passage leading into this room. Um, within seconds, the thing comes barreling around the corner. Uh, so, so you get in two different directions, like at a 90 degree angle. Um, but one of them is now exposed, the one that you didn't see. So I'll probably gonna... like that one. I'm just gonna go plow. You're gonna wheel and turn. Yeah, You're turn and fire. All right. Uh, I'll do... use my. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna shoot. I'm a bit shaken. So All right. I'm not gonna shoot. Uh, so Benjamin, go ahead and do a. I got a 49 out of 60. Yeah, 60. Okay. Um, this one actually got a hard dodge. So when you fire, uh. You hit the rocks next to it, but it sort of dodges out of the way. Um, if he stopped to shoot, I'm going to shoot also. Okay. Uh, it's a, you know a 25 again, so that's a, just a regular success. After, after after Joseph shoots, I'm a little bit mad anyway. I, I'm just going to pull out the wrenches and charge at it. I'm just going to Okay. Um, uh, Joseph, you fired, but he got an 02 on his dodge. So he anticipated that you were going to shoot and sort of dove out of the way. And he's gotten over to where the other one is. So they're both kind of uh, a little bit, they, they've, they've gotten themselves where they've got some cover. Um, DJ then pulls out his, you, you actually said you weren't going to do anything at this point until. No, so, uh, I'm just, I've just so got you've got out. them out and you're going to do it here. next, next round. Yeah, next round. Yeah. No. Um, all right. Now let's jump back out to Stephen and uh, Harvey. Stephen and Harvey, uh, we're back a little bit in time. You see your friends disappear around the corner. Um, uh, you start to walk up towards the altar. You can see that there are steps carved in the ice. Um, this whole thing is, is coated with ice and the ice sticks out in spikes as if there was a wind blowing that, 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 uh, that, that there's definitely a steady wind coming from that altar. And, uh, as you get closer, it's, it's even colder. It's, it's, it's painfully cold. Um, the altar seems to be made out of, uh, a glowing blue, uh, Maybe it's ice. Maybe it's crystal. It's it's um, it's clear, but it's got fractures all running through it. Um, it's like the essence of ice world, whatever. Um, and the mm. wind doesn't seem to be going from it, coming from anywhere. It's just coming from above the altar and flowing outward. Uh, and there's something setting on top of the altar 
now that you're close, you can see that it is a book, a big one. Um, uh, not, not, your, not your standard looking book. This looks like something that may be an ancient uh, uh, Neanderthal could have put together. It looks like it's maybe made out of uh, antel uh, deer skin or, or something like that. Uh, and it's sitting right, right in the front, right on top of the altar in the front of it. What do you guys okay. want to do? I look at Stephen like, we don't have that time before he frees me, eh? Break this shit up. Right. Give me a moment. Okay. You got the amulet. You got the mind. I'm just here. I'm a. Stephen's gonna take a look at the book. So you're gonna walk up there. Oh, All right. Crap. Um. You, you don't recognize, when you're looking down at the book, you, you, you can see that it's made on animal skin. You assume, you assume it's animal skin. Um, uh, it's extremely primitive. The, uh, the, the style of lettering, you have no idea. You're not even sure. I mean, this is pre-cuneiform. It looks like this might be the oldest book that's ever existed on this planet. Um, there's all sorts of symbols and things like that. And you have a vague recollection of, of bits of it. Um, like, uh, like this was written by one of your ancestors or, or the person in your mind that you think is an ancestor or maybe somebody else. But I can't bloody read this, but he shuts it. Oh, okay. Um, do a dex roll. Ooh, dex. Ought to. All yes. right. When you reach for the book, you realize that your whole hand begins to go numb. And it's not numb because of some sort of weird magic. It's numb because the altar is so cold that your hand is literally freezing as you're moving it towards it and you pull back very quickly. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, and, it, oh. and it hurts. It hurts because it's, it's like you've instantly got frostbite in your hand. Don't, don't touch that. Oop. You betcha. All right. Show me your hands. We gotta get this right. Start doing the carve. Maybe you should start in your own hand first before you uh, <laughs> to get that practice. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I only have two. All right. Um, one doesn't work. I'll grab the other one. All right. So you're 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 doing it on Harvey first. Sure. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I would like Stephen to do a luck roll. Oh boy. Oh god. Tempting fate here. <laughs> yeah. 18 out of 40. Oh, okay. Nice. Um you you've got a hold of Harvey's hand. You've got the other you've got the knife and you begin to carve it. Harvey is struggling a little because he it hurts. Yep. And you don't 
plunge the knife through his hand when the guns go off in the other room. <laughs> and, Jesus. And echo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, you, you hoser, you don't do it. Focus. Now I was still going to be fighting these yeah. <laughs> Okay, come on. Guys, yes, cigar. Where the hell? You hear the guns going off, so you know that something's okay. We we probably need to hurry, but not too much. Please continue. It hurts a lot. We need to hurry, but not too much. (laughs) Okay. We'll say it takes you another couple seconds. There's another gunshot. Um, Jesus. uh, Well, they're still alive. That's good. And you've got yourselves at the right distance from the altar. You can actually step away from it a little bit. Um, and are you going to begin the chant? Let's do this, Leroy Jenkins. What do I do? What do I do? Uh, I have the piece of paper that shows the instructions. Chant this. <laughs> I know how to pronounce that. Well, hopefully, it's written down phonetically. Kind of, kind of follow along with Stephen because he seems to know how mm-hmm. to pronounce it. Um, I will do my darndest to pay attention and you you begin to chant and the second that you begin to chant you can feel almost like a force gently pushing against you from the air from that altar area as if as if something was trying to stop you or that you were coming up against some sort of resistance but it's it's not enough to, to push you or force you back but you have a feeling that it's going to get stronger as you continue. Oh, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> we hit ourselves with that big book. Well, oh no, our head freezes. No, I mean, he'll try to go along with and the fact that, that it actually is working is beyond freaky itself, but it's only an encouragement to keep going. I think at this point, the, uh, keep going. The, the more times you chant it, the, the, the more you're starting to remember the chant, you know, as it goes. It's, you're getting a kind of a rhythm to it, and you're beginning to do that. All right, let's jump back to the others. Um, you guys are in the room. Those things are across from you. Um, the passage, the other passage, the passage the thing came from, the passage you think leads to the prisoners is on your, your left-hand side. Um, uh, you you notice the creatures suddenly almost in um, in unison. Uh, they begin to grunt out some sort of a a, a chant themselves. <clears throat> and you, I don't you know. feel like shoot those motherfuckers. Something. I just charge at them. I'm, I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm going to charge at them. So I'm going to charge at them. All right, do a luck roll. Fuck me, I'm going to. Holy shit, oh three. All right, that's very <laughs> good. I got like a ninety-five. Um what the so uh you come running at them and it disrupts them. Uh they're not able to complete whatever it was that they were about to do. But uh. they they don't like run frightened. They immediately leap up and grab at you with their big gigantic claws. So let's do uh do uh you can do a dodge roll or you can just try to hit them. I'm gonna try to hit the uh, yeah, try to hit them because that's better than my dodge. Okay. 
12. Fucking hell. That's a hard. Oh, I also got a hard, but uh, you got a better one than I did. I have the stone on me as well. All right. Ah, okay. So they do. They try to swipe at you. And when they do, (coughs) they immediately back away. Um, All right. (laughs) Um, uh, You managed to hit one of them in the hand. Um, And both creatures just immediately scream this tremendous, loud, monster scream. Shield Uh, firm! Fuck's sake. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to shoot. Okay. I'm going to shoot that same bastard that dodged it just a moment ago. Be like, I'd never miss. This is intentional. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Roll. Uh, 26 out of 60. All right. Roll for damage. I got a 7. All right, seven points. Uh, you like hit it. Also. You damage it also. Uh, Joseph, go ahead. Ten. Hard success. Oh, excellent. Uh, do uh, do your damage. Uh, six. All right. Uh, that's enough to kill the one that was injured already. Uh, uh, you can see that one changes into a man. Uh, looks like an American Indian of some sort. You're guessing the Taltan tribe. Um, the other one immediately uh, sprints back uh, across the room, down the cave, and into the room where you think the prisoners are. So it's gone in that direction. I'd probably okay. just follow it, like shaking my wrench. <laughs> okay. Um, you start chasing it. Um, Guys, follow me. We can do this, I think. Uh, there's, uh, there was three, and then one died. So there's two left. One sprinted out to towards the prisoners. No, you blew the head off of one of them. Okay, wait. You blew the head off of one of them. Uh, blew the arm off of one. You blew the arm off of one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one hit, and then the other one came in. So there's still. There are actually still three of no, you just killed one of them. So there's two there's left. Two. And they've they've both run back into the uh the cave where the one came from. Okay. Then I'm gonna be right behind DJ then. Now as you guys are moving in this direction, it is getting darker and darker. The glow of the cave behind you uh was much brighter. The, there there was very little of anything where Steven was. Uh, except for a few little fungus uh, mushrooms and things. Oh, I've got my flashlight. I'll, <laughs> I'll swap out my wrench for a flashlight. <laughs> all right, so you've got a wrench and a flashlight. Well, how about the rest of you? You've all chasing after him? Yeah, I'm right behind DJ. No, right. I've just got my flashlight and then the stone in front of the flashlight. I'm relying on them to, to do I... any damage. Yeah. You come into the room into another chamber and you can see that there are a number of cages that are hung around uh, the sides of the room. They're only about five feet off the room, uh, off the floor, but you can see that they have people in them. And those people are either asleep, unconscious, or uh, cowering and they're they're not moving at all. Uh, Probably they are 
this point. But you see them there. You also see that there's not really any way out of this room, uh, except that there is a pit in the center of the room. The Ureol has moved to the opposite side of the, the room. Uh, and it's, could almost say that it's, it's cornered. Its back is up against the wall. And you can't really see it very clearly because it's, it's dark. And your flashlight, even at that distance, is, is a little dim where it is. There's two in here? No. Uh, wait, there's two. Yes, there's two. I keep losing track of how many there are. But they're, all, they're both over there on the opposite. They're both over there. Okay. Did you say there's okay. a giant pit? There's a giant pit in the center of the room. Does it look like the one the spider woman no. came in? Okay. <laughs> DJ, quit running. Benjamin, let's take him down from here. All right. I, I hold out. And as far, I just reach out. Like, okay. Wherever uh, DJ has his uh, light point at, whatever one he's pointing at, I'm going to shoot that one. Okay. Yeah. They keep trying to move out of the light. Uh, they keep uh, trying to move uh, to, to avoid you pointing your guns directly at them. So they're moving rather quickly back and forth. And... One of them makes a kind of a gesture with its hands as it's, as it's moving. And this circle of blue light uh, appears almost like in the air near the pit. Um, and you hear a distant rumbling like like a stampede, like something is coming and suddenly leaping through this circle in midair is this beast. Uh, and it's between you and them. The beast looks like this. Oh, it's, it's going to be some horrifying thing, isn't it? What the fuck? Uh, the spider thing was worse, but that's still horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay. The, the thing leaps out and, and bellows this incredible scream, which hurts your ears, and begins to charge towards you. Um, Joseph and Ben, I really just want to say, can we f fuck these hostages and just get the fuck out of here? Fuck them off and get the fuck out of here. Don't have much time for negotiations at this point. That's I'm just firing. Fuck that. that. That's kind of what I'm. I'm panicking. So that's what I'm saying on my turn. I'm just. I'm not really going to do anything. I'm, I'm sure it's quite big. So even the, even where I aim, it's definitely going to like you know. It's it's almost directly in front of you. So. Uh, I'll shoot. I suppose it look like turn. something we're going to outrun. No. I spoke on my turn because we didn't really have much time to do it, so that's why. Would I you did. like us to roll, Tom? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, fifty-two. Thirty-six. Got a sixty. All right. Uh, those of you who who shot uh, and hit. Give it a, a go ahead and do your damage. Oh, okay. 
Eight. Eleven. Wow. Um, Five and six. And DJ, you didn't do anything? You, you discussed? Uh, I, sp- I spoke and frantically. <laughs> right. Um, you hit the creature, but the creature continues forward. You can see uh, that it, it takes wounds almost like uh, you'd almost accept the blood splatter, except that what comes out is black. Uh, and it almost seems to crystallize when it hits the ground, like it's incredibly cold, like like liquid nitrogen it just instantly freezes. Um, the creature is going to charge at you rather blindly. Um, you can do dodge rolls to see if you can get out of the way. Uh, that is... <laughs> Yeah, an 84 is not going to succeed that. Uh, 9 out of 27. 18 out of 60. Okay, so Benjamin and Joseph, you guys both jump out of the way. Uh, The creature uh, is, as it's running past with its horn, it sort of swipes at DJ and hits him. It only does one point of damage. But um, where it hits you, uh, it's like getting hit with, with. Well, it burns. It burns like a third degree burn, but ah. it's uh, it's ice. I kind of fall to the ground then because it. <laughs> and ah, fuck. So it's it's knocked DJ then off his foot. He's he's lying over there, uh, uh, although he's not as badly injured as he pretends to be. <laughs> um, bit of a drama queen. What uh, what do you guys do next? I'm gonna shoot it again. All right. Yeah, I'll shoot it again. DJ, get up. We got to get the hell out of here. Uh, uh, 48 out of 60. I'm doing really good. There's going to be something bad going to roll on you. I I failed. DJ's on 18 sanity, man. So, Benjamin, why don't you go ahead and roll for damage? That's going to be five. Okay. Um,. Five is enough to bring it to its knees. It's wounded. But you've also got those other two Urioles over there that are now starting to move towards you guys. They can't move towards DJ. But you guys aren't near DJ anymore. I, I kind of... I, I guess I'll... No, I, I, I won't. I, I've still got the stone in my hand. I'm keeping hold of it. I was going to throw it, but I, no, he's not going. So what do you guys want to do? If I see uh, DJ waving that thing around like he's thinking of throwing it, I'm like, no, DJ, you got to hold on to it. It only works if you hold on to it. I, I will stand up now. I, and, okay. and I'll get closer to DJ. If we, yeah, we got outside yeah. of that, that safety zone, we're going to get back over to him. I will lick my wounds instead. It, start um, picking him up off the ground. All right. All right. So you do that. Uh, but the creature, the big creature, is wheeling and turning. And uh, it's going to come towards you. It's like a wounded bull at this point, but it's that just seems to be making it angrier. It's it's stumbling, but it's not. It could still do a hell of a lot of damage if it hit you. Um, what do you have to do, guys? I'm take a sh- I'm running. I'm running. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're still you're still getting up. You're with them. Yeah. Well, ne- next next turn I will leg it. Okay. I'm just gonna take another shot. 
So we're, are we actually standing next to him now, though? Yes, you are. All right, then, yeah, I'll try to shoot. Oh, at one. I got a 98. So you got an at one? Yep. That's maximum damage. Um, okay. So you're, uh, uh, you basically kill this rhinoceros monster. Okay. Um, and when you do, uh, it's almost as if there's a mini blizzard in the room and the thing vanishes from your eyes. It's like it's like a tornado of snow for a moment uh, of ice and snow. And for a second, you're kind of blinded, but then the thing is gone. Um, uh, and the Uriel are going to attempt to attack you. They're coming at you. Um, so... They're going to have the advantage this time because you can't shoot at the one or the other. Uh, let's see who they're going to go for. They're going to try to go for the farthest person from DJ. And they won't be able to get too close. But they might be able to hook you with their hand. And they don't. They, uh, they seem to be repelled by something as they, they attempt to get close. They're angry as hell. Um, which is scary in of itself. How did you guys do sanity rolls at that point? And we'll jump back to the others. You just take 1d4 if you fail. I got 85. And it's 3 out of 29. I took another 4 of sanity. Oh, I am on 14 sanity. Oh, you surpassed me. You said 1d8. Crazy, crazy eight bastard. His damage. 1d4. Oh, 1d4. Okay. Yeah. All right. I am. Um, Harvey and Stephen, you continue to chant. You've heard gunshots. You've heard animal screams. But so far, monsters haven't come running out of that passage at you. Um, the, the wind continues to grow stronger. In fact, you, have, you find yourself having to brace yourselves uh, in order to not be blown back. Uh, you can feel your, your lips turning blue from the cold. Uh, but you continue to say your 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 little chant. You've gotten actually pretty good at it at this point. Um, you've got maybe ten more minutes of chanting, uh, and you're thinking, God, if it gets any worse, how are you going to be able to do it? Um, but you can see something happening. Uh, you can see that the temple itself seems to have started to glow. It started to uh, become uh, brighter. Um, both of you do intelligence rolls. Uh, 30 out of 60. Um, 68 out of 90. Okay. Uh, Stephen, you find inside your mind there is a conflict. Um, you are 60% sure that this is the spell that will close the gate for good. But your intelligence is telling you, why is it getting brighter and stronger? Are you in fact opening the 
gate. But at the same time, you're thinking, but that doesn't make sense because you need the human sacrifice in order to open the gate and there's no human sacrifice. You must be closing the gate. Um, Harvey, you said, it suddenly dawns on you, hey, what if we're opening the gate? Because it's not acting like it's getting weaker. It's acting like it's getting stronger. I don't stop chanting, but I make pointed eye contact with Stephen. Like, right. Like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I, but I don't think we can stop chanting, right? Right. Well, yes. I just want to start it's over. Really just eye contact, like. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to trust this security guy, magician, to lead us through a little longer before I start to, before I start to bail. I have a bad feeling about this, but onward, I guess. All right. Yep. Um, all right, back to the other guys. Uh, the creatures are, 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 are trying to get to you. Uh, they're, one of them suddenly grabs one of the cages uh, that's, that's hanging. And without very much effort at all, it literally tears the bottom out of the cage, um, causing the person inside to fall to the ground. Uh, that person scrambles to the walls, but the creature doesn't want the person. The creature's now got this big, gigantic, heavy metal thing that it's going to try and sling at you. What do you guys want to tell? Um, so I got 98 last time uh, with my shooting, so assuming that was something bad's going to happen, right? No, not necessarily. It just means you missed. Oh, okay. All right. Um, if I can, I'm going to try to shoot, but... Um, you can try to shoot or you can try to dodge. I'm going to shoot. Um, th there'll be a brief moment where I kind of point my gun near Ben and Joseph, but then pull it back and kind of just stand there. <laughs> Okay, you're gonna of, stand there. How about you, Justin? Just losing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if Ben's going for it, then yeah, let's see if we can drop this thing. All right, go ahead and shoot. He's losing sense. Of, I got a twenty-three. Got a sixty. I got a twenty-eight. That's a, that's a hit. If well, if it, is it a, a hard or extreme or just? Uh, mine's a hard. All right, and uh, TJ, you're not doing anything. Um. He, he throws the bottom of the cage. Uh, you fire, uh, but he also got a hard. Um, so I'm, in this case, uh, technically, I think that you guys win that because uh, you're firing. Uh, you're not trying to dodge. Uh, I don't know if that's right. He, they were attacking. Maybe we both. Maybe we both get hit. Well, usually it cancels. Well, you know, we can do it that way. Um, we'll say that you fire and you guys hit, and but you're also going to get injured by this gigantic piece of metal that he's pointing at you. So okay. roll, roll for damage. 
I got a nine. Seven. All right, you have severely injured one of them and you each take three points of damage from getting hit by this thing. Oh, not too okay. bad. That's you too, DJ. Yeah, um, still, still hurts, but it's not too bad in the long run. All right. <clears throat> What's your next move? Keep mushing on. Just keep firing? Yeah. Yeah. D- DJ will finally come to like All right. realization what's good, so he will shoot his final bullet at one of the... All right, there's, there's not bullet. really anywhere for either one of them to go, so go ahead and uh, fire your shots if you can hit them. Fucking hell. O two. Forty-two 2 42 out of 60. I, I missed that time. I want to say Lady Luck is on my side, but okay. it'll come back to bite me in the ass. Uh, DJ, that's an extreme. Yeah. Um, it's your extreme damage. Uh, well, oh yeah, it's, uh, fucking hell. Max damage, 12. I got a 10. So it's okay. Plus two, so. And uh, Benjamin? Um, I got a 42. That's fuck. I don't like this. I got a four. You did four damage? Yeah. All right. You've killed the second one and injured the third, uh, injured the final one. Um, I'm going to say that within, do you still have, you still have ammo? Um, I don't know. I got seven left bullets. I think that, I think the creature doesn't really have much option. It might start a spell, but with Joseph and Benjamin, I think that you managed to kill it. So you've managed to kill all of these creatures. Um, and both of them turn back into humans when that happens. Um, of course, they're all they're naked. All of these humans are naked that you you turn back. Um, Do you believe us now, DJ? About people turning to monsters and becoming naked? This is some crazy shit. And I'm still firing my gun, even though nothing's coming out. I'm just clicking at it, the dead bodies. I didn't get a very good look at that stone. Can I see that, DJ? Sure, and I just fling it at Joseph. I don't even care how hard I just fling it at Joseph. Okay. I just don't want you carrying it anymore. DJ is <laughs> nuts. <laughs> I don't tell you that, but yeah. You're a full-blown <laughs> nutter now. You don't have it, yeah. <laughs> um, as you were standing there, guys, uh, you could feel the ground shaking. Like something is happening. Um this is Joseph and uh, Stephen and DJ. Um, you, you're, you're imagining the other guys are in the other room doing the chant. Something is happening. Uh, you can feel the, the whole the ground shaking. Uh, you think there might be five people in this room. DJ, can you help us get them out? Yeah, yeah let's, let's get them out of here. Let's, we can rescue them. It takes some work. It ta- the, the bars are kind of strong, but you guys manage uh, to get them all out. But they are all completely batshit crazy and oh. terrified. Anna, Daniel, we got to get out of here. So it's a little bit like herding cats. Is um, Daniel one of these? Yes, Daniel's one of them. Who, who the and is there a is woman Daniel? in the group that we might be able to assume was Anna? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
And you work your way back down the passage and you come back into the room with the temple. And as you come into the room, you can see this temple is now glowing rather brightly. And you can see your friends are, are, are chanting, but they, you know, they're, they're trying to keep the blast of the wind off of them. Uh, you, you, the, the, the people you're with, the, the, the people you've got are, are terrified. And uh, you, you move into the room and you start moving back around towards the exit where you knew you came in. And all of a sudden, you can hear the ground cracking. Um, you can hear the walls of the ice cavern cracking. Um, uh, uh, icicles and, and stalactites made of ice come suddenly crashing to the ground. Uh, and by now, Harvey and Stephen are, are literally screaming the chant um, over the sound of this, this horrible thing. There's this horrible, hideous blast of wind. And then all of a sudden, the two sides of this temple seem to start moving towards one another. Uh, you see the stone in the center. It, it seems to sort of shatter. And then it does, all of the blue light's gone. And the temple just immediately starts to crumble into, into rock. Uh, Stephen, you realize that it's, it's done. That, uh, that you've somehow closed it or stopped it or sent the rock back or whatever. Um, and immediately the temperature goes up a little. You can feel that the, it's still cold, uh, but it's, it, the temperature is coming back up again. Uh, but it feels like the cave is about to come down on you. Time to go. Gotta run. Yeah, well, while, while we're moving, there'll be moments where I look at my wrench and contemplate just bashing their heads and everyone's heads. And... <laughs> You're not that crazy. Uh, you all keep going. All I'm right. That book. I'm grabbing... uh, the book's gone. Oh, the book is gone. Okay, there we um, As you as you run towards the the cave entrance, uh, you hear something. Um, it's almost as if uh, somebody were beating on a drum, uh, and it's a fast rhythm. Like this, and it's getting louder as you get towards the entrance. And just before you step out, four soldiers come running around the front entrance where you are. And as you step out into the light, you can see there's a helicopter, um, that there are a number of soldiers. Uh, and they immediately come forward to where you are and grab a hold of you, like to, to assist you. And they, uh, a few of them go inside and look around, but you can now hear the whole cavern sort of crumbling. You can see the mountainside and they're getting you away from there as quickly as possible. And you're pretty sure this is the national guard. Um, but you can all do spot hiddens for me. 
Phil. Again, no. Phil. Nothing for Harvey. I, I, I've gone blind. 70 I got out of 90, 60. I got a 99. 30 out of okay. 65. Okay, so who passed? Um, <laughs> they they start pulling you all together, and they're going to evac evac you. Uh, uh, they're going to debrief you and talk to you about it afterwards because there was apparently a massacre in, in Telegraph Creek and, and all of these things. They want to know what's going on. But Stephen, the last thing that you hear uh, is somebody says something to somebody else about Delta Green. And that's the end of our story. Uh, Delta Green. <laughs> So, what do you think? <laughs> did, we just, did we just all survive? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think. Well, yeah, I didn't think I was making it out of the room with the pit and the monkeys and the rhino. I thought that was the end. Yeah. That's I thought, what I thought too. Rachel was gonna kill me and Harvey. Honestly. That's what I thought too. Whenever you said like this might be a sacrifice thing, I was like, what if like is that giant pit? Maybe that was a sacrifice for them. They just needed to read the thing, and I was like, mm-hmm. we're all sacrifices. <laughs> we just got and. Really lucky on those rolls, I think. I, I did. Right. Really lucky. I, I feel like if Harvey continues to work for Exxon, he's going to be asked to be transferred to the Middle East branch uh, <laughs> on the <laughs> desert. <laughs> that's complete 180 opposite of this. Because nothing bad happens out there. Is possible, yeah. I assume I'll um, be going to therapy for the rest of my life. And that right. too. So uh, a quick answer to something that happened. Uh, the dynamite. Yeah, why'd it go um, out? Or yeah, it yes. didn't go out. What happened was, is what you encountered was a Boreas spider. And its tunnel led back to the planet Boreas. It was a, a portal. And when oh. it dove in there, it went back to Boreas. And so did your 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 thing. So your bomb, prop, your dynamite went off. It just didn't go off on this planet. It went off oh. somewhere else. So, uh- Wow. So, that's, okay. That's yeah, great. totally not what I thought. Yeah. So if we had followed it, we wouldn't have followed it. But if we had, we would have ended up. If you had followed it, you would have ended up on Boreas. If okay. one of if the spider had captured one of you and wrapped you up, it would have dragged you back to Boreas. You would have lasted approximately five minutes froze. because it's like a hundred hundred degrees it. below zero. Yeah, you yeah. would have frozen almost. That is the planet where uh, Ithaqua lives. Right. Or originates or whatever. Originates. All right. So what happened was, is um, the Exxon crew accidentally, uh, there was a landslide. They uncovered this temple. Um, at first, they managed to keep it a secret, uh, but it leaked out. Uh, Now, there was a semi-sort of cult of Ithaqua um, that was part of the Taltan uh, Indian tribe, and they wanted this area kept uh, to themselves. Uh, They managed to sneak into the cave and set up camp, and they learned uh, somehow bits and pieces of magic. And what they thought was that they would be able to summon the Uriel to do their bidding. What in fact it did was it turned them into, the Uriel kind of possessed their bodies. And the Uriel's purpose, the Uriel are a a precursor to the Yeti, 
they're like the the forerunner of the Yeti. The Yeti would be their 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 progeny after a long, long time. Uh, so they're extremely hostile, and they were uh, they were part of Ithaca's thing. So they wanted to bring Ithaca in. Had they managed to gain their six people, which they did, but Stephen got out. Uh, they were going to strap you to the altar. They were going to well, they were going to strap you to the temple. They were going to do their ritual, and then Ithaca would have opened up into our world, which would have immediately frozen our world into an ice storm. You know. I, I had you touched the altar. That's what I was. What the dex was for to see if you, if you accidentally touched the altar, yeah. you would have instantly frozen solid. And that would have been oh. the end of you. Ooh. Oh, crap! <laughs> was Ithaqua the giant monster in Harry's dream? Yes, the sort of tall, lanky, thin thing with glowing red eyes, bigger than the mountains, bigger than the mountains. And Jesus. how was it again, Stephen, that you got like touched? by all of this to where you got the answers and really understood it? He, he saw the wall. Um, it was from the wall then. An okay. ancient, an ancient uh, uh, Neanderthal uh, had kind of figured out what was going on and had left this message on the wall that it, with his primitive magics, whatever. It says that you become spellbound if you fail your, your power roll and you begin to realize what this all means. So mm. the same would have happened if you had stared at the book long enough. Um, and uh, there was a uh, the beginnings of a translation of the book uh, that somebody had that you never ran across it. So I just left it out. Oh. Um, but uh, anyways, that's the story. We go ahead and finish it. We can talk a little bit. Um, our players included Fred Carter, Lucas Glasshauer, Josh Harwood, Jeff Beck, and Dakota Davis with yours truly as Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of Pulp of the Shore provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. We can find You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.